0: The U.S.-Mexican border has been a contentious issue since as early as 1900. We hear a lot about what's going on along the border from the talking heads on TV and politicians. But for a closer look, let's talk to someone who lives there. Joining me on the high road now is um, somebody who lives very close to the Mexican border in Texas, and it's my brother. Uh, Daryl, and Daryl, uh, we're not going to mention the name of your town just for security reasons, mm-hmm. but uh, you've got a very different perspective than most people as to illegal immigration in our country.
1: Yeah, w- well, we get to see a lot of it. Is the main reason. And uh, mostly it's, a, it's just an opportunity for us to, uh, we, we, we look at immigration both from a standpoint of ministry Ministering to the immigrant, but also uh, from security and ministering to people who are struggling with the effects of it.
0: Well, according to USA Today, as of last August, uh, there were two hundred thirty-two thousand nine hundred seventy-two migrant encounters with either arrest or detainments uh, on the border. D- does that sound
1: accurate? Yeah, there's a lot. We we have so many come through and so many get gotaways. We, you know, when you're on the border, one of the things you you notice. Is that you become aware of the Godaways as well as the ones who are arrested? So uh, we can see a lot of that. They come through our towns, they come through our ranches, and uh, it's it's very it's a part of life now. You don't travel, you don't travel unarmed, you don't travel uh, by yourself, and you try to make sure people know where you're going and where you're coming from.
0: So, well, let me just to be accurate, that 232 thousand was in one month. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the year, uh, they, uh, there's been a record. It's going to be 2.8 million persons mm-hmm. who were interacted uh, or who were stopped at the border well, one way or the other now that doesn't count the gotaways
1: right well the, the door for that opened when no one else seemed to care and we were getting flooded with it long before anybody else and then now now that it because of the numbers it's it really is impacting the cities it's impacting people all over uh, the united states and so it's not just a a border problem anymore however whatever any city inland, you know, New York and Chicago and, and uh, uh, Boise, Idaho, I know I saw a report about. None of them, whatever they are experiencing in terms of struggles, uh, the border towns have it, have it multiplied, and, uh, and it's much, much worse.
0: You know, I'm, I've talked about our country being a country club. You know, uh, you, you become a member of the country club and you get the benefits of it. You can play golf, you can use the tennis courts, the pool, you can enjoy fine dining, at, at the country club and and you've, you've paid for it you're a mm-hmm. member and you know that's your right to have it but all of a sudden if some people who aren't paying members start coming in and using the golf course mm-hmm. swimming in the pool you know eating uh, dinners they're, they're not members and, and you know they should not be getting those benefits of membership and that's kind of like the way I see illegal immigration and the fact is that illegal immigrants, Uh, at the start of 2023, the net cost of illegal immigration for the U.S. at the federal, state, and local levels was over $150 billion. That's Mm -hmm. about $1,100 per taxpayer. Now, you've got a perspective on this that, you know, it's costing me $1,100, but you living 60 miles from the border, it costs you even more.
1: Right. Well, exactly. One of the things that uh, that I would start out by saying is that, one, we're not... I don't know anybody who's against immigration. We're, we're just wanting healthy. I would love immigration to be faster. i like to see more people be able to immigrate legally because we just need to make sure that we're filtering out to go over the bad. I don't have a problem with people coming into our country club and getting the same benefits as long as it doesn't infringe upon the safety and the, and the care and the benefits of everybody else. And
0: as long as they're a member.
1: As long as they're a member. Well, yes. And, and uh, what we're talking about, though, is that we're seeing the safety – and, and the, the livelihood of others be infringed upon by them. And, the, and as far as the amount goes, you're right, about $1,100 per taxpayer across the country, we see that. But, but uh, the problem is that when you have immigrants come across the border into a small, uh, poor, and usually a minority-filled uh, small Texas town uh, of 3000 Try to imagine if if you are in New York City and you're having financial trouble caring for the immigrants that are coming through there per capita, we are doing far more people in our town than New York did. And so, so uh, it's not $1,100 per person, that's when it's spread out. It's more like we're paying a lot more on the border. So these poor communities, mostly minority communities, are paying a lot more out of their pockets because a town of 3,000 is getting as many people as we're seeing go to New York and yet we have not the tax base that they do. And so, and so uh, we don't have the resources. We don't have the connection to Washington that the mayor does, although he's having trouble with Biden right now. But, but the fact is, is that, is that, so it's the, the, uh, the cost of it is not, is not spread out proportionately. It is, it is being heavily put on the shoulders of people who are some of our poorest minority communities in the country.
0: Daryl, we're up against a break. You'll stick around for the next segment. Sure. All right. You're listening to The High Road. We're talking about uh, border issues. And we'll be right back after this message. Welcome back to The High Road. We are. Uh, I'm with my brother, Daryl, who actually lives 60 miles from the uh, Mexican border in Texas and uh, has a uh, bird's eye view, if you will, uh, about uh, what's going on with the immigration and with illegal border crossings. Now, Daryl, everybody who comes across that border is not a criminal, is not a drug dealer. There are some good right. people coming across, aren't there? Correct. Um, now, according to the U.S. Um, Customs and Border Protection, they arrested 15,267 people for uh, last year in uh, fiscal year 2023. And year to date in fiscal year 2024, there have already been over 3,100 arrests. You know, what, what do you see of the people who, who come across the border? What are they doing?
1: Well, right now, we're seeing the majority of the people we're seeing are uh, young males coming across. And, uh, and for, according to Border Patrol individuals we know are, are heavily connected to crime and so forth. And it's very interesting because we are seeing two, two kinds of real strong criminal activity. Well, number one, we're seeing people on the border whose safety and security are being compromised. We're seeing that in the country too, but it's heavy, it, is, it, is, it is so much magnified on the border. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. when, when um, If you have a farm that's near the border... And illegal immigrants cross your crops, which for some of these farms happens regularly. Uh, they can't sell their crop. FDA won't allow them to sell their crops because they have people who we have no idea where they've been come across the border. So that hurts their livelihood. We also see violence and rape and murder uh, occur as well. So it's it's happening against Americans, but also the number one the number one target group for being victims of crime by illegal immigrants or other illegal immigrants. Because uh, our, our church, we minister. I've been to the border many times, been to the border wall many times. We minister to, to families who come across the border, many of them who were like, are people we would love to welcome to this country. We just wanna do it legally. But most of them will tell you that their family has experienced trauma and violence by other people they come across the border with because they come into the hands of the cartels. And so if you are an illegal immigrant coming to America, you're on the same road with a majority of people who are violent. Well, there's going to be violence against your family. So that's number one. Number two is that once you're in this country, if you have violence against you or if you have any crime against you, you are less likely to call the police if you're an illegal alien. So, so the criminals know this and they target you and, uh, and because they know you won't call the police. And so it, it, it really is a, a huge crime issue, not to mention the fact that the, that the two industries that are benefited the most by illegal immigration are illegal drugs, predominantly fentanyl, which our town is a drop-off point for that, and we see a lot of that, but also the human trafficking of children. And uh, that, that industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that is heavily benefited by this open border. So anybody in my mind, who is for an open border, is, is supporting uh, the human trafficking of children and, and drug trafficking of fentanyl. So um, we need to realize that and do something about it.
0: Now, I understand that starting in March, Texas will allow police to, to arrest immigrants who enter the, the state illegally and give local judges the, the authority to order them out of the country. Is this a good thing for Texas?
1: This is a good thing for Texas, and I don't know if it'll survive the appeal process. But it is a bold move by our governor, who has done a great job in Texas, and uh, it is it is something that even across minority groups uh, in South Texas are is being re- well received because of the need for protection. Uh, we want to see we want to see immigration. We want to see healthy immigration, but we we need to make sure that that we are filtering out the violence and the the criminals. And uh, if the U.S. won't do, U.S. government won't do its job, federal government, then the uh, Texas government is uh, willing to do its job. You know, Abbott has been bold in the past too. Uh, he gets a lot of criticism. So does Santos for busing uh, immigrants to these cities that are sanctuary cities. Number one, I think it's hilarious that they want to be sanctuary cities until they actually have to be <laughs> sanctuary cities. But also, what they don't realize is, and 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 actually they do realize it, but. The Biden administration was was busing and, and flying immigrants, illegal immigrants, to their cities long before uh, Abbott or DeSantos were doing so. And in many, many, many more quantities. I mean, there's so so many more people. Uh, uh, Abbott and, and DeSantos have only shipped a fraction of the people that the Biden administration has. But you don't hear anybody complaining about the Biden administration doing it, just, just the others. And I... I I think one of the funniest things that has happened, and, and there's very little to laugh about in this, is uh you know people at in Martha's Vineyard wanting to be, be, to be sanctuary city until they get a few show up and try to imagine this. That was
0: a bus load that Governor Abbott sent uh, there, right. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, he sent a load up, and then and then one one load by DeSantis. And uh, but DeSantis, all he did was help sponsor a bus that came from Texas. So so it really it was really Abbott. But the funny thing is, is that the number of people they got, our town of three thousand, has has in in a single week had more people, uh, uh, probably about ten times more illegal immigrants in our town than than we sent to Martha's Vineyard, and they couldn't handle it. Oh, how terrible! And uh, but but uh, we we have to do it all the time, and that just shows the disparagement of the elite.
0: Now, just for the record. Um... According to Yahoo News, since 2021, Texas authorities have arrested nearly 10,000 migrants on misdemeanor trespassing charges under what Governor Abbott has called an arrest and jail operation. The arrests obviously have drawn some constitutional challenges, but um, it's good to see Texas um, using their state's rights or Mm -hmm. the the rights of of the Republic of -hmm. of Texas. Now, we need to point out that, that not all these immigrants are Mexicans. we uh, there are right. immigrants from Nicaragua, Honduras, uh, even West Africa, and I think you mentioned uh, Iran is, right. uh, is pu- sending people across the border.
1: Iran, Afghanistan, China, uh, uh, Russia. We, we've had we've had all sorts uh, come through. It's amazing that um, one of the border patrol individuals was saying that you know they have to find people who can speak some of the languages uh, of the different people coming across the border. And the the number of different languages they've had to actually access somebody for and try to find some has been nearly impossible in some cases because you you assume it's just going to be Spanish but it's really not it's it's uh, all of a sudden you're you have to speak Farsi or you're you're something like that and and it's, it, Cantonese it, it's Cantonese <laughs> and it's become very very difficult for them so yeah we're getting them from all over the world and and we've seen uh, uh you know I think since I think in the last three months we've seen something like thirty who are on the terrorist watch list, and uh, and so uh, they just come they just prance across our border. So,
0: what does the border look like? the the one the area that's closest to you is it is it just a open field or, or... no? The, uh,
1: it's there's a river there's Rio Grande, mm-hmm. uh, and in some places it's it's very shallow and 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 narrow, and in some places it's not. Uh, one, one of the areas we work with heavily is down, they actually have part of the wall there. And, uh, but the wall obviously wasn't completed. And so uh, if you, you just drive a little bit and you, you start seeing, wait a minute, this is where they cross. There's, a, there's one place that my wife Laura and I like to drive to. Um, and uh, they, it has a uh, rest area that overlooks the Rio Grande and you can look over into Mexico. And, uh, but now people don't go there anymore. It used to be a really nice little tourist spot. Now no one goes there because you, you, they constantly, it's one of the favorite places for these people to cross. And so now you, you just got law enforcement up there. And it's, in, and it's a rest, a, tour, a little touristy rest spot. And, and what a romantic spot it would be if it weren't for all the traffic. <laughs> but they just cross very easily. And they and, and it's 24-7 you're seeing them come across. They're just pouring across.
0: Well, Darrell, you've listened to, to this podcast before. And usually when we have a problem, we like to offer a solution, you know, especially if I'm complaining about a problem. Right, <laughs> um, you know, I like to offer a solution, and um, I don't think this problem has an easy solution.
1: Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I rarely like to 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 uh, uh, reflect anything from a Democrat, but Harold Ford Jr., uh, who was a Democrat, who I campaigned against at one point, but he he really has some good, sensible ideas about this. And you know, first shut the border, uh, but we but but then. We need to create uh, a, a path for easier, uh, faster process for immigration. Because we don't, We want immigration. We want healthy immigration. We want robust immigration. It just needs to be faster and it needs to be uh, broader, I think. Uh, but it does need to be legal and there needs to be filters in place. Because all we're trying to keep out is people on the terrorist watch list. Uh, criminals, fentanyl, uh, human traffickers like that. Second, so, so build a wall, uh, and, and when he says build a wall, shut, shut down the border, keep them out. Uh, and that's not to be cruel. That, the, the door, a wall is not there so, so that, uh, keep people out, it's just there so that you use the front door. That's all. But my, my, my big solution to add to that would be simply this. Uh, it would be great if Congress would just pass a, a law that said, listen, uh, we're going to give everybody... Who's a legal alien? Now, nowadays, there's no reason why we can't do do this technology wise. You got 90 days to register, register with the State Department or or Homeland Security or through the post office, however you want to do it. Register, and we will begin your process. And if you and after that 90 days, anybody who is not registered uh, in this country will will be will be subject to heavy. Uh, incarceration or some, some sort of heavy penalty, but you give everybody 90 days to register. You register your family and you may not make it, but at least you'll begin the process of actually doing it illegal. And they have to go back to the back of the line. It's That's... like
0: when I, when I buy a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. you know, I may not win. I probably right. won't win, but I might.
1: <laughs> right. But, but they have to go to the back of the line of the people who are doing it mm-hmm. legally, but at least it begins in the process and it gives them a chance to stay in the country maybe. Um, but, uh, but the fact is, is that if we don't, if we don't get this under control quickly, um, uh, people want to come here because we've got a good country. If you, if we keep doing this, we're not going to be a good country. We're going to be overwhelmed, uh, overfunded, you know, you know, when, when the economy takes a huge turn the wrong way, so does development. So does technology. So does advancement. So does medicine, everything. And, uh, so we, we need to make sure that we stay on top of that. And, and, and a last little note, um, uh, Instead of, instead of us being the police to the world, maybe we can do more to, be, to help um, with agriculture and with uh, economic development in countries to give people a reason to want to stay in their own countries too, you know, to help them stay. Because we want everybody to, to have the American dream. We, just, we, just, uh, we would like to see the whole world be able to do it, but why not do it from where you're at and, uh, and, and enjoy life there too. But if you want to come here, we want to welcome you to the front door.